Welcome to episode 94 on the Live Blissed Out podcast. Did you know that on average, your doctor is entitled to write you a prescription after completing one semester or 600 hours of pharmacy school? Hello, action taker. Welcome to Live Blissed Out, a podcast where I have inspirational and informational conversations with business owners and subject matter experts to help you get the scoop on a variety of topics. Tired of hesitating or making decisions without having the big picture? Want to be in the know? Then this is the place to go. I'm your host, Marissa Houston, helping you achieve bliss through awareness and action. So let's get to it. In this episode, Dr. Melissa Balazan shares how medications may only be treating your symptoms, not necessarily your problems. After 52,000 clinical hours and 26 years of pharmaceutical training, she witnessed firsthand how dangerous it can be as our bodies become dependent on these medications and additional medications are prescribed to treat the symptoms of other medications. Some of her clients call her the root cause doctor because she spends her time creating personalized therapeutic plans to determine the root cause so they can free themselves of most of their medications and welcome in lifestyle medicine consisting of a combination of Eastern supplements, nutrition, and movement. To learn more, visit drmelissabalazan.com. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only, and any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice. Dr. Melissa, welcome to the show. Thank you, Marissa, for having me. I am so honored to be here today. I am looking forward to our conversation. Talk to us about what we're going to be discussing today. We are going to discuss prescription drugs and what you may not know. Most of us know very little. We're not pharmacists and we're not doctors, so we don't know what we don't know, as they say. Exactly. What do you think is one of the biggest pain points that people deal with when it comes to prescription drugs? I think one of the biggest pain points is that they think that just taking a pill is going to be nice and easy. It's going to be quick, it's easy, get it over with, because we all want that quick fix. However, it's not. There are a lot of things that go along with taking a prescription pill that when you put that pill in your mouth, how it affects your body, what it can do to you, what side effects it can cause, what other things it may cause you to take another pill on top of another pill on top of another pill. It adds up and trying to keep up with how each one impacts your body is so difficult for the common person. To your point, you're saying it. People just want to know, okay, this is the problem. This is the pill that's going to fix it because it's easy to take that pill and walk away and continue on with your life. But if you're taking a cocktail of medications and one is actually crossing another out or maybe causing more damage for you, that could be a big concern. But most of us don't know enough to understand how they all work together. Exactly. That's key. I'm a pharmacist and I actually want to know what your medications are doing to you and know that your medications may not be appropriate for you and that it's very important that we get to the root cause of why you're being taken that medication or why you have that symptom and understanding that piece of it. So you go in and you see your physician who is very knowledgeable, but a fun fact, your physician has just one semester on average of pharmaceutical training. And so the expert 
on how those medications are actually reacting to your body is your pharmacist. I didn't know that. Exactly. That's something that most people don't know. And yes, physicians get a lot of training and they're allowed to just write that prescription. So if you have questions about your medication, you definitely want to ask your pharmacist. You want to find a pharmacist who has time to talk to you. You'll notice that when you go in to pick up that prescription, it's often hustle and bustle and get it filled and pay and you're out the door and you may not know what questions to ask. And there's tons of questions you should probably ask about every medication that you're put on. Because medications can cause side effects, such as most common dizziness, vomiting, nausea, diarrhea, headaches. Those don't sound fun to me. And the thing is, as a consumer, somebody that's receiving that medication, you automatically think, well, it was prescribed, so everything should be good from here. And then how do I know that that headache that I'm having is caused by that medication? It's very hard to distinguish. So what types of questions do we ask? The types of questions to ask are, what are the side effects of this medication? How is this medication going to react with my other medications? Certain medications can enhance the effect of a medication, so make it work better. And certain medications can decrease the effect, so make it work less, which means that you might have to have double or triple the amount of a certain medication if you get put on something. Or there's detrimental effects, as in bad coma, not being able to walk, not being able to breathe. Very detrimental effects when some of those medications interact. So it's imperative that you're very open and you make sure that your physician has your list of medications. Very important. Go to one pharmacy. If you're getting prescription medications filled, that pharmacist has a way to look at and check the interactions between the prescription meds that you're taking. Whereas if you're going to three or four different physicians, they're not necessarily going to be looking at that interaction. That's not their specialty. And so that's one thing you want to make sure is, is, does it interact? How's it going to affect me? Is it going to make me sleepy? Is this something that I should be taking at night? Does it interact with foods that I'm eating? Does it interact with something I'm drinking, such as sugary drinks or alcohol? Because most of the time, alcohol and medication do not mix. What about the supplements that you're taking? Supplements can interact with your medications and supplements can interact with other medications or other supplements. It's very important that you write down your questions. So when you go in and get your prescription, you write down, okay, what's it going to do for me? Is it appropriate for me? Just because you went to see your physician and you got a prescription, you still might need to ask yourself, is this the right thing for me? Are you on a more natural path? Would you rather have a holistic remedy? Your physician may or may not know about that. And so, yes, our topic is prescription drugs, but I throw all of this in because they all align together. And that's why I do kind of mix them in there, knowing that you need to question, is that prescription drug right for me? And if so, how soon is it going to take to take effect? How long is that medication going to act in my system? Am I going to be required to take this for the rest of my life? That's something that I don't think we think about. We go in and we're like, okay, I need the, I'm having the struggle. And I'm talking about different diagnoses that you might get that are more of a long-term, we call them chronic conditions. I'm not talking about your acute bronchitis or 
your infection that you have that you might need that antibiotic to get you through that. And even antibiotics, what are they doing? They're taking out the bad bacteria out of your system. But along with that, they take out the good bacteria. So there's things that even on that quick antibiotic, you've got to be putting that good bacteria back into your system. And you've got to find ways to do that. So there's questions that you ask, how does it affect me? How long is it going to take to affect? What should I expect? These are quick, common questions that I would say, write down and ask your pharmacist when you go get it filled. Yeah, people don't think about that. And the other thing is, just because you got prescribed a particular medication or brand, let's say, perhaps you're getting symptoms that are not right. It's important to tell them because there are other alternatives oftentimes. There are things you can consider that might be a better fit. But many of us think, well, I just got prescribed this, so this is all I have. And if I don't take it, I'm going to be sick, so I'm just going to keep going. And that is scary because that could have long-term effects that make you even worse. Exactly. And how many of you listening have started taking a medication and then all of a sudden you feel like you don't need it or you have one of those side effects and so you set it aside and you don't take it. So you tried it, but you didn't take it. And then you try and find something else or your symptoms completely went away. Yeah. To what you were saying, if we had this medication and we tried and we didn't like it for some reason because there was an effect, instead of going back to the doctor and asking about other options, we'll go, let's say, to the pharmacy and find something over the counter. Oh, here's a little vitamin that they say is going to help. Pretty soon you're taking a concoction of vitamins or different pills that are easily available without asking anyone and then not realizing how those all interact with your body. That's exactly right. We call it self-medicating. We go and we pick something up or our friend told us it worked for them. So we're going to try it. We go to the over-the-counter aisle. We go to the supplement aisle. And yes, when you're taking that and you don't have somebody reviewing what you're taking, then yes, you could be having additional side effects or you could be interacting. Maybe you're on a prescription medication and it's working great. And then you go in for that acute ailment that you need something right now and you don't realize the medication that you got prescribed doesn't work. So then you decide to go to the over-the-counter aisle and you pick something up. Well, nobody's checked interactions against the medication that you've been taking that's working. For example, if you're taking a medication for high blood pressure and then you go and whether or not you got something prescribed or you just go to the over-the-counter aisle and you get a medication and you pick it up and then all of a sudden you're monitoring your blood pressure and then your blood pressure's off the charts. You're like, well, I've been taking my blood pressure medication. Well, what we don't think about is it could be that over-the-counter medication or that supplement causing your medication not to work as well. Yeah. And you know, it's funny that we're having this conversation because I see threads on social media like this all the time where people go, oh, I've tried this thing. It's a miracle. It's changed my life completely. It's transforming. And then they'll put a picture of before, after where, you know, they were not looking so good and then they look great. And then everybody starts to comment, oh my gosh, where can I get that? I want that too. We just tend to assume that because it worked for that person, that it's going to work for us. And that's the reason why we have pharmacists and doctors in the first place, because we need experts to be able to look at the big picture and really understand the root cause of what we're dealing with and help us determine what those medications are that are going to be best for us. Exactly. I love, Marissa, that you said the root cause, because 
my clients call me the root cause doctor because I do. I look past just the symptom. When you get prescribed a medication, you're prescribed a medication to treat the symptom. Your physician may or may not have time to look down and really delve into that root cause. Is it something triggered from an emotional state that happened a year ago? Is it triggered from an injury you had? I had somebody, they were in a wakeboard accident. And after the wakeboard accident, you know, they weren't hurt. But when they hit that water, it hit their gut. And about six months later, they started having pain in their gut. They're like, well, why am I having this pain? And we don't always think back to why. So they go to the doctor, they get prescribed an anti-inflammatory to treat the pain, helps for a little while. And then all of a sudden, they've been on that anti-inflammatory for two years because they needed it in order to keep going because they had pain. And what happened is when we actually got down to the root cause, we realized that it was triggered by that wakeboard accident where his nerve endings had changed. So there was a dilemma and that was causing the pain. And once we got to that root cause, we were able to pull him off that pain medication. If you use social media to share your message, you are a content creator. Despite their best efforts, many women content creators struggle with achieving the results they strive for. If you are asking questions like, why am I not further along in my journey? What am I missing? Is this as good as it gets? Then Ace Your Virtual Business is the community for you. We are a virtual business focus group for women centered upon action, community, and effectiveness. Join us for exclusive offers and weekly live conversations that address your challenges and receive the encouragement, accountability, and support you need to succeed in the virtual business world. To get started now, visit aceyourvirtualbusiness.podia.com. You know, that story reminds me so much of something everybody can relate to, a typical headache. A headache can be caused by a million different things. But in our world, when you get a headache, the first thing you think about is, I need aspirin. I need any of these medications that just basically kill the headache so that I can go on with my day. But we're not really figuring out why is that headache starting to begin with? There's something that's going on in your body that's giving you those headaches. And all that aspirin or anything else that you take at that moment is going to quote unquote cure it for the moment, but you're not really addressing what is causing the headache in the first place. Therefore, you'll end up taking more and more of that without really fixing the root problem. That is exactly right. And then what happens often is that you're covering up that symptom so you're feeling better, but then you have a side effect from that medication. And so you take another medication to combat the side effect of the first medication. And so you just end up piling pills on top of pills. And while you might think that that's quick and easy, what is it actually doing to your body internally? It's changing the physiological composition of your organs. Those pills have to be excreted. So your liver, your kidneys, things are changing in there by these medications that you're taking. Exactly. That's why this conversation is so important because I don't think people think about these things. It's just so much easier when you hear somebody tell you something's a miracle drug or have a headache, so take a quick medicine that's going to get rid of the headache at that moment. 
They don't really think about what is causing it and how to prevent the headaches from coming back again, because there's something that's bringing that headache to the forefront. And we're just pushing that aside and dealing with the issue at the moment. And this is a bigger issue. This is something that is very important. And we need to kind of work on prevention, trying to get the problem addressed so that then we're not having to do that anymore because now we understand what is triggering that in the first place. And I think there's so many people that are listening to us right now that are totally getting what we're saying and probably didn't even think about it for themselves. And now they're probably going, wow, I really need to rethink this. Most of us have medicines in our homes right now. Some of us are taking those medications. What is something we can do right now to help streamline this or be more aware in terms of whether or not these medications are things that are either helping us or hurting us? Absolutely. So one thing we can do right now is we've probably all heard of the medicine cabinet. And the medicine cabinet typically has been placed in a bathroom. And medications really should not be stored in the bathroom because of the humidity level. Medications are temperature sensitive. Some medications have to be refrigerated. Some of them have to go in the freezer. Some of them need to be at room temperature without the fluctuation of the humidity. And so a quick thing would be if you are storing your medication in the bathroom, stop, take them out of the bathroom, find a cupboard in your kitchen. Do not put it with your spices. Find a cupboard separate. I put mine with my china that I don't use all the time. It's got a section there. It's not a cabinet that I get into. It's not by my spices at all because we want to make sure that we're safe and we don't want that medication to be taken accidentally because it is in the kitchen. And as you're going through your medication, look at it and those prescriptions or the -the over-the-counter things that you picked up just to have, or you tried that medication and it didn't work for you, go through. And if you're not taking that medication anymore, whether it's prescription, over-the-counter, or a supplement, then you need to put it in a pile. We're going to talk about getting rid of that because you don't need to be holding on to things forever. It's just like milk. Milk has an expiration. Your pills have an expiration. There's an expiration date on your prescription bottle. There's an expiration date on the -the over-the-counter bottle, on the supplementation. And once they reach that expiration date, the thing is, is those pills are not guaranteed to work like they are meant to work. You do not want to be taking expired medication. So we want to get rid of it. Now we want to do that safely. So you separate out, you move everything to the kitchen. There's a couple of different ways I want to tell you to safely get rid of old medication and supplements. There's several pharmacies throughout the nation. They have what's called a prescription take back program, and they will take back those prescriptions. They might, they might have a drop box or you go in and you ask your local pharmacy and say, Hey, I have these old prescriptions. I need to get rid of them safely. The other thing is at least once a year, sometimes twice a year, that there's a national prescription take-back day. And so you can Google that. You can look for that in your area. And when that happens, most of your local police departments will have a bin that you can go and drop off your old expired medications or unused medications. If it's something you started and you're no longer taking, get rid of it. We don't want it in your house anymore because you don't need it. If your pharmacy does not have a place for you to get rid of, You don't want to just be throwing these things in the trash. 
you can dump your pills, find an old can, you can dump them in old coffee grounds and let them dissolve. And then you can dump them in the trash after they've dissolved. But of course you want to be safe, put that aside. So nobody's getting next to that. The other thing is sometimes kitty litter is a great place to also dissolve the pills, let them dissolve. Then it can go safely in the trash. Wow. I never even heard of that. That's amazing. Do you take them out of the little caps that hold the drug? Do you open that up and then toss the actual medication in there? Or do you throw them all in as one? So you open the bottles and definitely throw them in. If they are tablets, then they should just dissolve. Most of your capsules will dissolve as well because they're in a gelatin-like shell. If you can open the capsule and dump the contents of the powder into the kitty litter or coffee grounds, that works as well. We talked about the fact that we have to ask the right questions of our pharmacist, who is the expert and able to tell us what we can expect for the medication. And we need to make sure that we are addressing the root cause of the problem so that we're not finding ourselves taking more medications. And then on top of that, we have to understand how the medications relate to everything we do the food we're eating, how often we have to take them when, sometimes it's nighttime, daytime. So there's a lot to consider when it comes to that. And the message that we're trying to give out today is be educated, be aware, learn as much as you can, because the more you understand, the more empowered you are, then the medications that you're taking are going to be the right ones for you. That is exactly right. I want you to know what you're taking, why you're taking it, educate yourself and empowered to know that you do have a choice in what medications or supplements you take, what you put in your body. It's awareness is very key. Absolutely. I'd like to learn more about how you help people and how people can learn more about the services that you offer. Thanks for asking, Marissa. If people want to learn more about me, I actually have a special offer for your listeners. They can get 20 minutes of my time for free to ask me your questions or to review your medications and supplements that you're taking to see if you're taking the appropriate thing for you, to see if you're taking good quality things. And to do that, you can go to askdrmelissa.net and schedule your free 20 minute consultation with me. My website is drmelissabalizan.com, B-A-L-I-Z-A-N. You can go to my website to learn more. You can also find me on Facebook at Dr. Melissa Balizan. Also, you can find out information on YouTube and you can leave comments and interact with me there as well. Thank you. This has been so educational and I have no doubt that our listeners are going to learn something from our conversation today and hopefully that awareness is going to put them on a better path for health. Thank you so much for taking the time to be with us today. Thank you for having me, Marissa. That's a wrap for this episode of Live Blissed Out. Thanks for listening and thanks to Dr. Melissa Balizan for joining us on the show. If you have a question or comment for a future episode, all you have to do is go to speakpipe.com forward slash L-B-O-V-M or click the link in the show notes to leave a brief audio message. If you find value in our show, please visit liveblissedout.com to reach out, subscribe and share on social media. This show is made possible through listeners like you. Thank you. So long for now, and remember to keep moving forward.